CBS Radio Mystery Theater presents... Retirement. 
Arthur, I don't understand you, and my nose is beginning to witch. You know what that means. Oh, no, 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 please, don't lose your temper, Captain Turner. I can explain it. When my nose itches, it means a fight. Now, all I'm saying is, stop this ring around a road here. Let me have what belongs to me. I wish I could. But, uh, what happened was, uh, a week after you left them with me, this place was robbed. Ransacked. What? Please, Captain Turner. Oh, no, get away from me. Please, get away. Will you? Oh, help! 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 Oh, being only ten at the time, I scarcely knew anything about it. Or my uncle. His name was never mentioned in our house until I was twenty years old. And then I found out why. I had a very strange letter today, William. Son, you listen to me. Well, of course I am, Father. Why was it strange? Who was it from? Oh, the black sheep of the family. Uncle Arthur? Your Uncle Arthur. I don't hear one word from my brother for ten whole years. And suddenly, out of the blue, he writes. He never wrote? Not even when your mother died. And Arthur used to like her very much. Your Uncle Arthur was an extremely secretive man, and I suspect has quite a packet of money. Maybe he thought if he wrote me, I'd have my hand out. Eh? Oh, maybe he's hiding, that could be. I often thought about Arthur and what happened to him after he left Land's End. He lived here? Oh, yes. Had a big store down by the quay. Huh? Everyone in town and from the ships would buy from him. Groceries, tackle, whatever. A general store. Did he have a wife? No, never married. I guess, William, to answer your question why we've been estranged for so long, all I can say is his way and my way are not the same. Oh, not that I ever had any proof, but there was, there was talk. About what? That sailors would bring stolen goods to him and he'd sell them for him. Well, did Uncle Arthur know it was stolen? Oh, if he did, it didn't bother him. Then this man came into his store ten years ago, a sea captain he was, and he beat up your uncle so badly that finally when Everton healed one foot was three inches shorter than the other. Oh, maybe that's why he went away. He thought the man would come back. Oh, they got the man. They gave him a good long term at Dartmoor. Uh, are you going to tell me about his letter? What does he say? What does he want? He wants you to visit him. Huh? And to be sure to bring a gun. He says, if your son William is as stout a lad as he promised to be when I last saw him ten years ago, send him up to me by the first train after you receive this. He'll find out that to serve me will be very worth his while. I could go, you know, Father. I have another two weeks of spring vacation before I'm due back at the university. Well, we'll see, son. We'll see. Now, now, where was it? Oh. Oh, yes. If I pass away, oh, thank the Lord, there is no reason to complain as to my health. You will see that I have not forgotten my brother's son. Is he rich? Oh, it wouldn't surprise me. Don't ask me how he made his money. It certainly wasn't in eggs, bacon, butter, and hard duck. <laughs> then he goes on to say, St. Anne's is the railroad station, and then a drive of four miles to Link House, where I live. 
I will send the pony cart to meet the seven o'clock train, for it is the only one that stops here. Let bygones be bygones. If there has been anything between us in the past, if you should fail me now, you will live to regret it. I thought I'd be on my way. Uh, so, William, you, de- you decided to go. Uh, he is my uncle, isn't he? Yes, and I didn't care for his threats. Oh, maybe that's just his way. And I didn't like him saying you should bring a gun. He sounds like the same old Arthur to me. What's the difference? I borrowed Mr. Warbury's gun. He even gave me the ammunition for it. He's glad to let me have it. But you don't even know how to aim a gun. I can learn. My boy going off like this... You, you... You're crazy. I'd better start. It's an hour's walk to the Land's End Station. Oh, I'll answer, Father. What's this? A telegram for you, Father. Hey, thanks for bringing it over, Mr. Sharp. Now, what, what, what's it say, Father? Well, it's, uh, it's from Arthur. Oh? On no account let William get out of St. Anne's. He will find a pony cart waiting at quarter past seven at Steading Ridge. One station further down the line. He'll be taken to the guard's farmhouse. He will receive instructions. Do not fail me. Don't forget to have William bring gun. Good hunting. Arthur. See you, William Hutchins. I beg your pardon? Willem Hutchins, that be you. Oh, yes. I'm sent to fetch you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. You're God. Is that Farmer's God? Aye, that be me. What? No, I'll, I'll carry these. Where's the cart? I'd like to get out of this rain as soon as I can. This way. Miserable weather, this. Have my horse and cart over by those trees. Couldn't bring the pony. She was lame. Horse and cart? I, I don't see them. In back. Back. Didn't want no one to see. Why didn't you drive up to the station? Mr. Arthur, he said, on no account was anyone to see you. That bag heavy. No, 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 no. I, I can manage. Nobody told me I should bring an umbrella. Does it always rain like this? Ever since I was a boy. Beautiful country, though. Oh, yes, beautiful. This part of England would be a bad place to live if they could do roof over. It's an open cart. Oh, it's safe. It's only six miles. I'm beginning to think my father was right. What was that? I said to me, William, he said, you're crazy. Get up. It was only six miles. How far have we come? Two. Two and a bit. Uh, look, there's a man running across the moor. I don't like that. Big burly fellow. I wouldn't like to meet up with him on a dark night. Uh, you're going to. He's coming right for us. He's waving. He wants us to stop. I'm not stopping for him. I am mad. Uh, you and the oh, we can't leave the man standing in the rain like this. Whoa, 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 whoa,
If you'd been going my way, I should have made bold to ask you for the passage. Tinker, okay. Uh, well, that's not where I'm headed, Paul. You know the way to St. Anne. Oh, there are somewhere. Get up.
Your name is Connery. I hate you. Have you known my uncle a long time? And you would have put time after with him. <laughs> what am I saying? Years before that? You knew me when I was a baby? Aye, that I did. Well, you've been working for my uncle for at least 20 years. Oh, I longer than that. Mysterious going on. Can, can you tell me? I'm not the same after William. Now, my boy, stop, stop, stop. Why are you pulling me? The light like beyond this man will make nearly a sound. I see him. That man with the lantern. He's gone. What is it? I don't know. One of them, probably. Up with you. Right behind you. That the big man was one of them. Who are they? I don't know. Come off the tongue. A great big man in a seaman's coat carrying a lantern, smoking his pipe upside down, and you don't know who he is? Then why hide ourselves there watching you? Your uncle is scared of them. That's why he told me to take clear of them. And that's why I'm being brought in the long road. Now look there. See? That's it. Uncle Arthur's house? Up ahead? Move carefully now. Don't want him to take us for strangers and shooters. Why is it all dark? Is my uncle inside? He can see out, but no one can see him. Oh, yeah. That's him. It's I. Who? What? Who is it, I say? It's me, Connery. I've brought the young gentleman. We were pulled inside quickly. The door closed behind us and bolted with two iron bars and a crossbar of wood. My uncle lit the lantern. Was this man my uncle? This bloated face, those red pig-like eyes? This was my father's own brother? Here I was, face to face with a stranger. And all I could think of... He's the black sheep of the family. Ah, so, nephew, you come at last. Uh, you must be hungry, William. Uh, Connery, uh, make haste the food. Uh, come over by the fire. Uh, take off your wet things. I don't expect I'll ever be dry again. I feel like a fish. <laughs> You've got a sense of humor. I like that. Uh, uh, Connery, food, hurry. Yes, Master Atkins. Be along presently. Ah, I thought Connery was me for 25 years. There's no hurry in him. When he's ready, he's ready. <laughs> oh, you sit there, will you? I'll be right back. I want to get something to show you. I suddenly became aware of my uncle's limp. I remember the story of his having been so severely attacked that one foot had become shorter than the other. On his short leg, he wore a three-inch wooden platform boot. There it is. Ah, look at the sign. What does it say? Arthur Hudson's provision. Ah, ah, that sign hung outside my store in Land's End for 25 years. Mm-hmm. I took it down when I left it with me. I came up here to live on the moors. That time. Oh, it reminds me always of the life I had. <laughs> Pitiful, isn't it? Twenty-five years and only a piece of wood and paint to remember them by. You miss those days, Uncle? I never look back. The message over my shoulder is he was coming at me with a knife. 
Connery. Set the plate in front of his nephew William. <laughs> Strong, stabbing boy. <laughs> you did right to send for him, eh, Connery? <laughs> oh, you like cold mutton? Oh, yes. Uh, any, anything. Uh, uh, Connery, you'd you better go and pack him. We want everything in six feet by tomorrow evening. I see you've got a great many boxes against the wall. Yes, all packed and corded. Yes, William. Tomorrow night, I shall be rid of these moors. Now, while you have your supper, I'll tell you about it. I can see you're the right sort. You can be tested. First, um, here's the morning news. Now, where is it? Uh, can I read that newspaper? Where is it? On the trestle table, Master Upton. Ah, yes, it's your dear Now, look at this. It's ten, eleven days old. Do you know what it says? No, what... What should I be looking at? He's out. Out of Dartmoor. Six months before his sentence was served. Who is he? Oh. You see this foot. Ain't the daughter it is. That's his mark. He's been doing time for that. Now, he's out. And he's after me again. Why should he be after you? Because he wants to kill me. He thinks I've wronged him. Back in Flying Ten, ten years ago. Him, his friends, are after me. Who are his friends? Famous. I knew they'd come when I saw that in the papers. And sure enough, about two days after he came out, I was looking through that window, and three of them were standing looking at the house. It was right after that. I wrote your father. Your father said I was glad to come here, but he didn't stop me. Uh, they're out there. They found me and knocked me down. Now they're just waiting for him. Why don't you send for the police? No, police are no use. I've got you. You are the one that can help me. What can I do? See those boxes? Yes. By tomorrow night, everything will be packed and ready to go. I've got friends in Leeds, and I'll be safer there. Not safe, mind you, but safer. So tomorrow you're leaving? At night. You stand by me, young man, and you'll never regret it. What do you do? Well, I'm going to the university. I'd, I'd like to study law. Ah, I'll see that you can. It takes money, loyal education, you know that. Tomorrow night, Garth will bring the big farm wagon round, and you and me and Connery will stand up in it with our guns all the way to St. Anne's Station. Did you see any of them fellows on the moors when you came up? I saw one with wings in his ears. I know him. He's one of them. His name's Enoch. Friend of the captain's. Oh, they're watching. Uh, then when Connery brought me here, there, there was another sailor. Huh? What is he like? Oh, he's a great big man. He must have been six foot tall. He, he was smoking a pipe. A pipe? How is he smoking it? Upside down. That's him. Yes, that's what he does. Smokes on the bridge of his ship that way. Well, I thought because it was raining he smoked his pipe upside down. Did you see his face? Yes, he had lots of freckles and a... Sharp pointed nose. I, I, I could see by a glance. Ah, that's 
or a scourge. His nephew, young William, doesn't really care. Uncle Arthur is in trouble. Uncle Arthur needs him. So, when he says, Will you help me, William? What a question to ask. Of course I will. We're kin. Like it or not, Uncle, we have to stick together. Ah, you're a good lad. Now, William, we have only a few hours before daylight. You'll never regret this night's work. If we come through safely, it will be the making of you. You stand by me till morning, and I'll stand by you while there is breath in my body. Now, are you frightened? More than I've ever been. I, I just was... Uh, never mind. It's right. Tell me, tell me. I wish I knew what I was defending and why. Uh, the less you know, the better for you. Mm, the wagon will be here by five. I'll give you packed. You'll be behind. We've only to load up and wait for the early train at St. Anne's. Will they let us go? In broad daylight, they won't dare stop us. I have two guns. One for Connery, one for myself, and you have yours. Three guns. Huh. Like a naked gun. Common, ordinary sailor. Oh, it's true at the most. Uncle, if, if you won't tell me what you've done to those men... Can I know what it is that they want? Don't ask questions, William, and just do as I ask you. about me, and we went to Lamb's End to visit our old storekeeper. And 
people about of interesting things, eh? <laughs> well, imagine our surprise to walk down Water Street and where Arthur Hutchins' sign used to hang is now a pub. I'm sorry about that, Ma. Ten years for teaching a lesson is a long time. What's the hour, Enoch? It's night. Very light. We must be aboard before morning. Now then, any ideas what to do with Pegleg? Price him up, I say. He'll talk. Any other ideas? I was never a stubborn captain. I always listened to one of my crew if he had a good idea. I, uh, I could twist his arms ever so slowly. <laughs> Uncle, you give them what they want, whatever it is. Never. So you won't tell us, eh? Enoch? Start a boy up, and then give me a hand here. I think my old friend needs a little persuasion. They seized my uncle and pulled his coat and shirt over his shoulders. He sat slumped in a chair, his body shaking with cold and fear. Then they lifted him and tied each of his wrists to one of the hooks where the smoke and meat Captain, I think my belt could make an impression on your friend. You cowards to beat an old man. You'll be tunics if you don't restrain your tongue, boy. All right, I'm ready, Captain. Arthur, would you care for one more chance to save your eyes? Hey, I tell you, there is children for me years ago. Oh, he's a stubborn one, isn't he? You leave us no choice, old friend. Have at it, enough. You cowards. Oh, my such language. Would you like us to tie your feet as well as your hands will? Go ahead, Enoch. Swing the belt. Oh, stand clear. Oh, stop, stop. I can't stand it. Oh, that belt never came near you. I'll talk. You see? I'm you, Arthur. Would you listen to me? Let me down. Get me off. Please, Hook. Oh. 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 I wish. doesn't feel well. Don't you hear him? You ought to be strung up, all of you, torturing this poor old man. Why, no one's laid a hand on him. Well, let him be. Let me just... Make this better, Captain Tanner. I wish I could trust you, Arthur, but I can't. My lads and I come all the way from Morecambe Bay because I promised them this It isn't as if I'm not the kind of man who doesn't trust people. Because I do. But not after they've tried to cheat me. Now, I'm not letting you slip into while we're upstairs looking. On your feet, Arthur, up the stairs, you go help him, right? Uncle Arthur caught my eyes for a moment, and I knew that look. He hadn't given up. The sailors dragged him upstairs. I was alone, my hands tied, but not my feet. Should I stay and try to help him? Or run for it, get the police to stop these rascals before they reach the sea. Stop him! Stop the old man! Listen, Mike, it was no doing of ours. The old man threw himself out the upstairs window. That's the truth. Why, you brute. Next, bro. You killed him. You killed him. No, we didn't. 
he wouldn't come across. He told us what he stole was in here, and while we were searching, he thought he could escape. The force, of course. What's he accusing us of? Murder, that's what. And who's to say so? You young fella. Yes, are you going to be a witness against us? So it knock. The old robber jumped to his death to escape giving back what he owed. It's not our fault, believe me, nephew. The worst we ever met was to frighten him and maybe take a little skin off But how do we know what the boy will say? Lads, we have no quarrel with the boy. You may have no quarrel with him, Captain, but he has his quarrel with us. He'll swear our eyes away if we don't stop his way. Look, what's that down there by the old man's foot? You see something shiny? Hold it over the boot with the built-up stone in What? It's it open. Yes. And look what's come out of it. Diamond. Just like you told us. Diamond. He had him in his shoes. Look at him. Where is he? Run, my boy. Run for your life and don't look back. You'll live longer. I ran. I found Connery. They tied him up and taken his cloak and left him in the woods. We found our way to the farm. The sailors, they escaped. I stayed on at St. Anne's for the funeral, and then I made Conley come back with me to Land's End. He had no place to go, no one to take care of him. Oh, William, we can't afford to have a guest in the house. But we can't just throw him out. He... He was more than a servant, Uncle Arthur. Please, Father. Oh, don't talk to me about him. A man who never did anything for anybody. Oh, Connery has got to go. You work, Father. There are odd jobs. He's worked all his life. Excuse me, sir. I heard what you said. And, of course, I shouldn't wish to outstay the welcome. But I have something here which might interest you. What is it, Connery? Master William, could you undo the string on this leather bag? My fingers aren't as nimble as they used to be. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I'll just open it onto this table. What? Oh, what are they? They're not diamonds. Yes, they are, Mr. Hudson. Two fine stones. So large. How did you come by them, Connery? Eleven years ago... A steamer from South Africa foundered at sea. She had some very fine diamonds invoiced aboard. And soon after that, Captain Tanner arrived at Land's End and brought your brother a packet of diamonds to sell for him. Now, how he came by them, nobody knows. Was he on the ship that went down? Was he on a pirateer that boarded and sank the South African ship? He never told anyone. Your brother decided to keep them. I told him not to do it, but he wouldn't take heed of me. And when the captain came by the next time, your brother said they had been stolen. Well, I must say, sounds like Arthur. He was always greedy. He said the diamonds had a peculiar hold on him. He would take them out and look at them. He simply couldn't let them go. When he told the captain they'd been stolen, of course the captain didn't believe that. He beat him sorely. Now, Uncle Arthur is no more. Uh, whatever he did, he didn't deserve to die. Master William, do you remember that evening when he sent me to Garth's farm? That's when he gave me these two stones. He said, they're for you, Master William. 
for me. He said you would know how to spend them. Ah, you see, Father? And I must say, William, I am surprised. Perhaps I never really knew, Arthur. <laughs> Perhaps he wasn't such a black sheep after all. If not a black sheep, then Arthur Hutchins was a strange mixture of generosity and greed. Too bad that he never learned that wise old saying, riches have made more greedy men than greed has made men rich. But that's the way it is, isn't it? Avariciousness never stops until it is too late. More on this with perhaps a word to the wise when I return shortly. of ill-gotten gains are empty. For we brought nothing into this world, and it is certain we can carry nothing out. Black sheep, whoever you are, take note. Our cast included Jack Grimes, Ray Owens, Jackson Beck, and Ian Martin. The entire production was under the direction of Hyman Brown. This is E.G. Marshall inviting you to return to our mystery theater for another adventure in the macabre. Until next time, pleasant dreams.